Yo, reality, your boy from Hackney, aka black guy in your neighborhood, aka my mother's favorite rapper, and this is the In Your Neighborhood podcast, baby. 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 R.I.P. Black Rob. Yes. What tune? It's reality, your boy from Hackney, aka Black Guy in Your Neighborhood, aka my mother's favorite rapper, Dark Kent. <laughs> Don't seem like you got much energy today, T. What's happening? Wait, I only had about like four hours of sleep. Why? We're up watching that Ben Ben Askren and Jake Paul fight. You, What's my actually, business with that one? Actually, to, to even say that, apparently, like people stayed up because I didn't stay up for it, but people stayed up ages for it, and half of it was just just uh, performances. What's going on? What like like music performances and stuff yeah. like that? Like Bieber, like um, what's oh. what's, what's, what's um, what's your uh, bandmate from White Boy Summer? Not Chet Hanks, the other guy, Jack Tyler Harlow. Hill. Oh, ja- oh. Tyler Hero's in there as well, obviously. They're yeah. his bandmates. Um, yeah, like he was on. So apparently it was just like a glorified performance and then a one-round knockout. Yeah, it, who, didn't, who it didn't look like it should have been stopped to me. Jake Paul won, bro. But but um, he put he put Askren down, but Askren looked like he got up, just kind of took the eight count, got up, looked like he was ready to go with his unorthodox self. Maybe that's why the ref stopped it, because he looked a bit, uh, you know... Are they trying like to present this um Jake Paul guy as a legitimate fighter or something? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, when you knock out someone who's been a, a, a MMA champion for, for years, it kind of makes, it gives him a bit more credibility, doesn't it? Yeah, but Ben Askren got absolutely done in by Masvidal in like four seconds. And since then, I've never looked the guy the same, so. Yeah. I mean, the guy was never really that, that good with a stand-up anyway, was it? Like, he just mm. used to tear people down. Mm. Had a good chin, though, which is surprising that he got, like, knocked down the way he did off, off Jake Paul. So, mm. maybe Jake Paul is legit. Oh, Tell you what, though, knob, he? he's, he's a legit troll. Oh, he's got Twitter up in arms. Everyone's flaming. Like, <laughs> imagine this. The site, oh, mate, no. Like, we've already got Nate Robinson out of here. And no, now, that, that was nasty. No, that, that knockout was nasty. That hurt the black community. That knockout. <laughs> That's time to move on to that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's his name? Nate Robinson went on into that defending the punches with his head. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Nah, I can't even watch him jump over Dwight Howard in the dunk contest anymore. <laughs> Cred- credibility all gone. Well, the all guy wasn't promos- a fighter, in it. But it's like, oh, you're gonna see who a real athlete is. Mm. Fair enough. Like he he went and head he went and headbutted Jake Jake Paul's gloves. He was the basketball <laughs> bouncer. <laughs> but Floyd is Floyd Mayweather facing Jake Paul? No, he's older brother. Oh, um, they all. Sorry, I need to yeah, stop saying that. I was gonna say they all look the same. But who? Like, no, no one cares. Those about Those two that. do kind of look yeah. the same, though. Yeah, they do. They are brothers. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Floyd Mayweather, Jake Paul, end of the year. So who's the older one? Look at me asking these questions like I care, but who's the older one for the view- for the viewers and listeners? Logan Paul. Are you sure? Because you know, you know what, yeah? I always get confused between who's the older one between Skepta and JME. Skepta. 
Why do you say it like it's obvious? You know why it, why it confuses yeah, me? Yeah, that one's obvious. It's obvious, bro. You know why? Because JME came out first. So I was like, how can the younger brother come out first? It's not real. Sorry. I always get confused between them. And Skepta kind of looks younger. You think? Yeah. Nah, mate. This is just your poor reporting again. Nah. <laughs> I always get confused with Skepta and JME, man. There's a few I get confused with. We won't even go into that. We're going to do our top three rap beefs. This one is top three. And seeing as I'm feeling a bit edgy tonight, to, today, <laughs> this afternoon, whenever you're listening. Top three rap beefs. Who wants to start this off? T, take it away, man. As a veteran beefer yourself. Mm. Listen, the whole of the northeast. I, I just, I just rap and people don't like it. That's, that's that's the beef I've got. Oh yeah, and I forgot to introduce. This is episode ten. Oh god, double figures. <laughs> We're here to stay. A decade of episodes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. What do you, wait a minute. I'm not a veteran of beef. Yeah, you are. Who have I had beef with? We can't. I'm not saying names here. I don't want to kickstart anything. You're a seasoned beefer. You came out with how to rob, mate. You came for the beef. You came for the war. But the thing is, with that, I just wanted attention. And I did get the attention. Maybe not the best energy. <laughs> All right, Takashi Six. But, but it was a strategic move. Then after that, I was like, listen, I don't swear in my raps. I'm a nice guy. I just go to work. Then suddenly, bad energy didn't stay far away. Word to Skepta. You sound like everybody who's beefed. <laughs> <laughs> like, who just says, it wasn't me. I was just trying to get by my way, and then he came for. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely rap beef that you had, wasn't it? It wasn't like beef beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just rap beef. Although it seemed like it was going to go beef beef. Didn't you have to like meet up with people and, and, and yeah. it, it could have gone left. It sounded like, like it was going to go left in that, in that podcast that I heard. Oh my God. That, that, <laughs> that, the ambush. That, <laughs> that podcast, yeah. It was, it was a whole ambush, yeah. And um, oh, I don't even want to go into that because was... Who did you have in your corner though? Did you just go on your ones? I had, no, like, I think I, no, actually, I didn't think I had anyone in my corner, to be honest. Really? I mean, Jono was there. KT Jono was Ramsey. there. Ready KT, to pull I out think, there. was in my corner, but Jono, like, he was just in the corner laughing. KT <laughs> was there. Was, well, was KT's was boy there. there as well? I'm not sure. I can't remember. It was all a blur. I no, thought, I thought, you know, maybe, maybe if you had the African militia with you, you were, you were safe. <laughs> Because nah. them, them guys are like militant in it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, T would have, T probably, T would have got jumped that day. Yeah, I would have, definitely. <laughs> they would have joined in. Jo Jono would be given the elbow in the side. Jono would have recorded it. Shout out Jono. Shout out, um, um, what's the name of the, the group? Mandingo Bay Warriors. Check them out if you haven't heard of them. And shout, shout out everyone who's beef tea. Yeah. <laughs> the horror, 
So I'm gonna go for the obvious one. My number, not my number one, but my first one. Tupac Biggie, because I had to change it because we were going through who our beefs were. So I had to change one of mine to Tupac. Did Biggie, Biggie. diss Tupac? Mm. Or was it all just he did, but he never really like made it direct? Mm-hmm. I, I reckon, and God bless the dead and everything, I reckon um, Biggie was feeling himself and he probably got hyped up. Remember, these guys are like in the early 20s. Yeah, yeah. So they might be like highly influenced by people around them and they don't want to look like suckers, as they would say in the 90s. I know sucker. Was who shot you for, for Tupac? I don't think so, because it was recorded before Tupac got shot, in it? Was it? Yeah, but then, but they then still when he, out. But when, oh, yeah. Yeah. But when the... he performed it, I think he was like... It's subliminal. Like it, it turned into a diss, basically, yeah. If the, yeah. Shoe, if the shoe fits. Yeah. Mm. Because he was getting hyped up, according to the movies, which we all know are true. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was getting hyped up on stage. Oh, that N-word Tupac be dissing you. This, I'm just paraphrasing, by the way, verbatim. That N-word Tupac be dissing you on these streets. And then Biggie was like, huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why did, you sound like, why did you sound like you're in slow-mo there? <laughs> <laughs> Biggie was Rick Ross before the thing. Then, then, then um, Biggie performed that track. In terms of who won, I mean, Tupac won, man. I mean, they both, everyone lost because they both say, lost yeah. their lives. Rest in peace to both. But hypothetically, if they were both still alive, no disrespect to Biggie, no disrespect to Tupac, that hit a mock track. He even dissed his own people on the track. Did you notice that? But that imagine that's... you go imagine you go into the studio with Tupac here. Oh brother Pac. Brother Park. We're gonna we're gonna make this diss track for Biggie, yeah. And and Biggie is in the studio. I mean Tupac is in the studio all hyped up and it goes, I'ma let my little N-words ride on you. And you're in the studio like what? I'm a little <laughs> wait wait we didn't plan this Mr. Shakur like I thought we were in this together what? I'm not a little guy like you feel like inadequate <laughs> first time I heard that I was like and they're gonna rap after he said that that's that's mm. the first ever time I heard that I was like oh okay so so they're just little guys maybe they're on the payroll so yeah Tupac won that for me even in the long run, cut, just cut, just off that track, one of the most iconic hip hop hip hop diss tracks of all time. Yeah, man. Let's go on to my second one. Chip versus Stormzy. You know what? Oh. I'll save that for the third one. I'll save that for the third one, and I'll tell you why. Secondly, Jay Z versus Nas. Yeah, I can't argue with Jay-Z versus Nas, but, you know... Neither can I. I think... Uh, I don't know if it was the best of beefs. Like, didn't didn't Nas take time to reply and... Mm. I think But the, the iconic tracks are on them and the two two iconic um, yeah. artists, so you can't really argue with it. Yeah. But However, talk, more about, talk more about Stormzy and Chipman. I want to know why that's in your top three. Oh, so, first, let me finish with the Jay-Z one and Nas okay. one. That beef is still going on. <laughs> nice. As we said on the last um, podcast, or one of the previous ones, Jay-Z is 
one of the most petty rappers of all time. That's Continues what it is. to stay petty. Nas brings something out. Jay Z's got a release. Nas signed to Jay Z's label. Jay Z just stays with his foot on these guys' necks. Jay Z won that beef. <laughs> Jay-Z won the beef, or Jay-Z is just the one that sold? Nas won the battle, Jay-Z won the war. That's what I was going to say. So you can say Jay-Z won the war, yeah, but the beef, I no, mean, no, Jay-Z nah, Jay-Z did not win that. The beef, but, nah. Firstly... The battle is the beef. Firstly, um, TakeOver, for me, was a better track. More oh easier for my God. ears. Oh, my God. Um, e for yeah, was nice. It was nice. <laughs> it was nice at the time. Um, Jay Z's one was more catchy, but didn't Jay Z put out super? Did he put out super ugly first? Exactly. No, he put out super ugly. Was not. Oh after yeah, he, he may have shot himself in yeah. the foot a bit with that one and the crying on the radio. But that was the response. <laughs> that was the res- that was the response to Ether. Yeah. So like everybody who's so takeover like, came out first. Takeover. Takeover was on. Two, was on. Um, 2001 Blueprint, Ether was on Stillmatic. So which one came out first between those two? When did Stillmatic come out? I feel like Takeover was a response to Ether, wasn't it? Because the, the, the beef was the beef was so iconic that, that we can't even remember when the distracts <laughs> came out. <laughs> <laughs> they just form into one. I swear it was the other way. I swear it was the other way around. Like as in Ether was yeah. According Ether came to the out internet, Jay Z responded to Ether with "People talking, don't you know?" and freestyle entitled "Super Ugly." Yeah, exactly. So Jay Z had to come out with how many songs just for Ether? Exactly. So Takeover came out before. Yeah, Ether. I think then Ether and then Jay Z oh, tried okay, to respond, and it didn't really it didn't really response. go down too well. And Ether came out six months after Takeover. No, it's not chip, but anyway. So that's like, a bit. That's a bit of an L for, to to wait that long, though. To be honest, it's not your nine forty. I don't think it is. It no, is, is, is. Not back in the day. This isn't the no, argument no, I'm gonna is. make. This is the argument I'm gonna make of my chip uh, one. But mm-hmm. I think back in the day, like there was there was time. Six was months time. is a bit much, though. <laughs> we still came back with an absolute banger. <laughs> he did. He did. And if I, I think that... Ether was a better track than Takeover. I um, think so too. We'll, we'll, we'll agree but, to disagree on that. But point. it was it was a bit long. It's a, better, it's a better diss track. It's one of the best I mean, diss tracks. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song, man. That's still said to this day. Yeah, but didn't Nas have Tupac saying fuck Jay-Z on the track? Exactly. Or Tupac. But, but something that's ingrained in culture is that is just that line. I could just pick up that line. Ethered is oh, a yeah, definition true. in that's itself. True. That's true. That's true. Because of that. Like, if you, if you got bodied, you got ethered. That's true. That's true. That's true. But Jay-Z won. Um, but he won the war. I mean, you can't beef with someone, ether them, and then sign for their label. What kind of man? Beta! <laughs> what kind of man are you? No, don't do it. No, no, don't do it. <laughs> oh, my God. No, 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 don't do it. I'm you. Sorry, it wasn't meant to play that. That's that <laughs> just so funny. His face before we went off. <laughs> I'm just confused. I pressed the, the wrong button. Third, third one. 
this gonna this is gonna cause a bit of controversy. Um, Chip versus Stormzy. Yeah, I'm picking this that. one mainly as a conversational piece. Where I saw the urban culture, the hip hop culture, the grime culture, once again let me down, especially on Twitter. I saw. Remember those times of war dubs, clashes. Mm where the man would respond on the spot. And, okay, let me look at this scenario. Hypothetically, let's just look at this scenario. Wiley Skepta, Lord of the Mics, they're going at each other. Skepta spits his, whatever, 64, 32 bars. And Wiley says, I'm going toilet and doesn't come back. And then the crowd says Wiley won because he didn't respond. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a good analogy. Um, because Wiley's bigger, because he made he. Mm. That's what I saw with the Chip versus Stormzy beef, and I'm just yeah. looking at everyone. I asked my sister. I was like, I had to text her. You let me down. Just because you're a Stormzy fan, just because you fancy the 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 guy. He he beat he beat Chip because he's bigger. What's what? Who's What's st- happened? What's happened to our culture? People are actually saying that. Yes. Bro, yes. How I'm does that work? Two hundred percent. People are saying Stormzy won that beef with Chip, and Chip was trying to promote an his his album that was. Co- which which musician? If you're a musician and you're not trying to promote music, then you shouldn't be a musician. <laughs> Simple as that. You need to find every way to market yourself. So I don't get why people are. I just don't get it. But what, what do you guys think? I don't think it's a beef. Mm. I think it's literally subliminals and it's literally like they've got each other. Yes, Chip has put the marker Chip down. Bo- and Chip said, bodied him. Chip, Chip bodied him. Yeah, but he put the marker down and said, right, you want to talk and you want to pull up because this is like, it's, it's a problem, but you want to pull up. So let's take it into a rap beef. So I should rephrase that and say, I don't think it's a rap beef because mm. if it's a rap beef, Stormzy should reply to what Chip has said. So that's why I understand it as a conversational point, but in terms of a top three beef, I'm like, it's not a rap beef. Mm. Where's the I, rapping? I, I cheated a little bit because I wouldn't say it's a... We're not going to be talking about Stormzy versus Chip in 20 years' time. Unless Stormzy responds. Because you know what? As in 40, you said, like, oh, it might take too long or whatever, yeah? Mm. Which is a fair point. But if Stormzy responds... With fire. In, with in, he- in, in the next month or whatever, like... It's gonna it's gonna blaze up again. I mm-hmm. think I think Stormzy did respond with just features on different tracks and things like that. Skinman, that's, sub, that's subliminals. That's not. Like... Yeah, I think there's a couple of other tracks he might have said some stuff on as well that was aimed at Chip, but he's trying to like take the high road, isn't he? You know, and uh, you know, like he's the he's the bigger guy and all of this, but more power to him. You just have to go nah, for the music and you know, just just have the sport, man. Yeah, if you, you can't the you can't say you're the king of grime. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm not respond not respond to someone dissing you. I agree with that. I agree with that. But crime is not yeah. a soft genre. This is why I don't go in the studio, and I'm not. I wouldn't call myself a grime artist, just like I wouldn't call myself a drill artist. Because these guys, they, they're gritty. They're like they yeah. enjoy the beats. <laughs> like they live. There are some grime MCs back in the day that are just beef. They don't make um love songs. They don't make, like, it's literally just beef. That's what they go in the studio to diss people. And you're calling yourself the king of grime and, you, and someone disses you. 
Yeah, but you're, you're not the king of grime then. Like for us, you're not the king exactly, of grime. You can't exactly. come out and say that. What you, I don't think anybody in the right mind can say that Stormzy has won that beef. They can nah. say that Stormzy's a favorite artist and that, you know, he's not replying because he's bigger than Chip. Yeah, so? Is Stormzy but, saying he's the king of grime? Like, is that is that his claim? I don't know if that is his claim. He said That's that after maybe... the Wiley beef. Like, during the yeah, Wiley beef. No, he can't say that after the Wiley beef. Especially with Wiley. <laughs> He's, he said that after that, and people were like, yeah, you know what? He's came out, he's bodied so, Wiley. He didn't body him. He didn't, right. body, he didn't even beat Wiley. Bodied. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Help me. No, 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 I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, no, nah, I'm kidding. But um, yeah, like, after that, though, so people are like, well, Chip's standing up now. Stormzy's, Stormzy's the king of grime. But he hasn't said anything. So mm-hmm. then he's not the king of grime. What's disappointing, so disappointed, what's disappointing is if... Stormzy actually responded. I think this could have been an excellent one. It still can. Yeah, that's I true. think that's I true. think Stormzy would have got beaten just because Chip's agree. ruthless. Chip is re- Chip yep. is and, and I think man. he's maybe maybe took the decision, you know, this one's better just to sit out. It's fine yeah. to do so. Yeah. But like then nobody no can say ever one. say exactly. No one could yeah. ever say anything and no, no one, one could be like one. And we could, everyone could debate it, but no one could be like, that was such a great beef, bro. Where? Man, before we move on to um, Busy or 40's top three, I just want to say, yeah, you lot on Twitter, it's Twitter, man. You lot are making this culture soft, mate. Like, obviously myself, I'm not one to say that because, you know, I don't basically don't swear in my raps or nothing. But from the rap I used to know, sounded like the get off my lawn guy. To this, to someone not responding, and you guys are even saying, even if you're trolling, don't troll. Just, just shush. You guys should have been blocked. Never, never you say Stormzy won that beef, even with Wiley. <laughs> just shut up your mouth. Who's next? Who's who's the top? Who's Busy. I go. Um. So my well, it's not in any order really, but um, Drake and Meek Mill. Mm is one that I'm picking. Um, that was fun. Yeah. It was fun, and I feel like it changed a narrative on two sides. Um, and there was actual sort of, there was actual rap to it. Um, like, Drake... I mean, it was even like last week, I, I only realised that the, the song that Drake uh, did with Meek Mill on his album actually had a reference to, like, he got the reference of someone else that. I didn't know that one. So that's another thing to throw in and say, bro, even on... A track that he was like proper rapping on somebody else's feature. It was actually ghostwritten for him. Mm. It's insane. So like just everything that happened there, social media getting involved, the back to back being played in the clubs, the memes, the memes. And then to be fair to Meek, after he absolutely flopped on his response, he came back and he had some solid disses back to to Drake. Um, some I like some, it was too late, tracks. didn't it? It was too late. He took like back to backs getting played everywhere in the clubs, it came like a year or so after, but they were actually pretty solid. Drake also came back with a few shots. So it lasted a good while, um, but what it's done now is a stay in Drake's entire legacy, rightfully so. Um, so I think in terms of looking back at, at a classic beef, I think it's definitely one to put up there in terms of yeah. modern day as well. Busy, um, can I ask you this, this quickly, and this yeah. is for 40 years as well, because I was just thinking that if, because with social media these days, yeah, it's um you win if you're more popular. Simple as that. 
no frills about it. You win the beef if you're more popular. That's how, again, I'm going to say it. Stormzy won without even uttering one word to um, Chip. Um, Did you think Drake... Because, personally, I think Drake won it. Mm -hmm. However, if it was in the times of, like, the 90s, where social media wasn't even a thing, say, like... And I'll I'll switch it around in a minute, but do you think if it was back in the 90s, Drake would have won it this like would have bodied it this this it's much. It's a good question because I don't even know if back in the nineties Drake would have been like what he is. Because mm. <laughs> people had gone ghostwriters, fuck off. Yeah, they had gone. You know, they had gone like b- back to back. Like the, the the landscape changed, and even me as someone who's like who likes all that kind of traditional hip hop stuff, like mm-hmm. was like now nah, that diss track was getting played in the club. It had like a sing along in it. Mad. The memes, like like mm-hmm. even I'm saying, yeah, that was. That was the better track, but mm-hmm. but I think if it had been before everything changed and you know the internet took its hold and social media and everything, I, I, that that song might have been be might have been considered to be a bit soft. Soft, yeah. I yeah. Think it, I think yeah, it, it probably would have considered to be a bit soft. But like his first one before that, charged up, was pretty was pretty good. Again, it wasn't sort of mm. as 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 bouncy and as straight to the point and it's like, it's your girls tour or your world tour or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was a good diss track. It's the fact that Meek didn't come back with anything that made everything blow. So yeah, social media had a hand, mm-hmm. but even to that point, everyone's like, Meek's a battle rapper. He's going to come back and he's going to, it's going to be a good beef. Yeah. Meek came back and flopped it. Like he flopped. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think even back in the day, when it comes to rap, Drake probably still would have won the battle. Um, but people would have probably probably would have not taken the hype as much and people wouldn't have seen back to back for what it was as they do now. But it's still back to back sort of like the soft version of the ethers and hit em ups and that it's direct. It's just that it's bouncy and it's, it's soft. made for this era. Yeah, yeah. It's easy for people. What what uh, going on from 40 point 40's point, I think what like correct me if I'm wrong, what 40 was trying to say as well, would it even get to that point? Soon as the claims are made in in those times, as soon as the claims are mm. made that you have a ghostwriter, people would have got people, Drake out of here. He would have been finished. Just, people would have got him out of it, and I think others would have been more vocal about it, which yeah. is, I think is one thing that hasn't really happened. Mm. Like this, why I think this is such like a classic beef as well, is because it stemmed to like the Pusha T beef. Because Pusha T's vocal about it. He's yeah. like, you can't chat to me when you didn't even write your own rhymes. Mm. I think more rappers and more people would have got him out of here, like 40 said, at the point of hearing that he's a ghostwriter. They'd be like, nah, what are you doing in this scene? And more yeah. people would have been vocal about yeah. it. Yeah. And and flipping it quickly before we go on to your... um, Is it your second one? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Because uh, you can tell we love beef. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this whole podcast, we're just, we're just going to make this podcast just about beef. Just beef. It's, it's, a, it's a, a beef. beef. It's a beef special. It's <laughs> a beef special. Episode 10, beef special. <laughs> But I think switch it round. Jay Z and Nas beef. If it was made during the social media era, Jay Z would have won that clear. Just because Jay Z is more popular. No, no, I'm being serious. Listen, the coach. I have no faith in this culture. No, I have no faith in it. Stop again. I'm gonna say Stormzy was in the toilet and didn't come out and didn't write a diss track. For Chip, and he won the beef, according to some people. And you're telling you're, me Jay-Z wouldn't have... You're following Stormzy fan pages, bro. Nah, nah, nah. I'm following Twitter. I'm following... <laughs> I'm just Twitter. 
<laughs> he's following the whole of Twitter. Yeah, every single the user. Because, <laughs> bro, people are no pe- people are on Stormzy's neck. People are on Stormzy's neck. Of course, there's the the fans who don't like. I mean, beef's open to everybody, but let's be real. Like, some people won't understand beef in the way that we they understand beef. Like people say Drake won over Pusha T because Pusha T said blah 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 about Drake's kid. People know that Chip bodied him. And people are like, yo, Stormzy, he can't come out and say anything anymore unless he's gonna rap. The the mainstream fans might come out and say, Oh yeah, Stormzy's the better artist, but so what? I mean, it, it who cares about what they say, to be honest. So the same people who might say, oh yeah, Jay-Z won off takeover and all this stuff. When Ether comes out, it's still going to be a body. And oh. yes, James is the better artist, but Ether's still a body. Yeah. And people are going to be taking the words off Ether, I think, quite like the same as Zoom back to back and be like, Eminem's, Eminem killed you on your own ish. Like, yeah. it's still got relatables. So I think yeah. social media in Eminem that sense did really still help. Him. Yeah, he did. I think social yeah. media would still help Ether in that sense. Mm-hmm. True, true. Such a you, have, you have a point. You have a point. Um, Jay Z kind of shot himself. You know, Jay Z, he reminds me of if I was trying to act hard on the streets. And I think he was overdoing it. You know, when you're overdoing it, uh, especially on the um, second track he sent, where he was like, he's going to, um, I'm not, I'm just paraphrasing, he's going to sperm on the child's car seat. <laughs> Remember, I he said that? that. That was too much, man. I was like, Jay Z. Like Jay Z, man. Like gangsters don't do that. I'm sure they don't. Like, he, he's just thinking what a gangster would do. But but busy. What's your second one? <laughs> yeah, let's move it on. Um, my second one is Chip and Bugsy UK yep, beef. Yep. Um, another pretty modern one, bro. I just feel like this one, like it changed things a lot. And again, it was one of those where social media had a hand to play. But, like, it was like, when you think about it, it was like a story in itself. Like, Chip's coming off mainstream, oopsie-daisy, Chip, whatever, Chip Monk. Um, and then he decides to to try and beef a few man, whatever, and then one guy stands tall in Bugsy. And to be fair, Bugsy was quick to the point, was straight on it, went down to Tottenham, did the, did, did the track there, and kind of had Chip on the ropes, in a sense. Yeah. Then there's the long wait, which... Like I say, at that point, Bugsy's done everything. Like, he's made himself an artist. So he's capitalised on this beef. And then Chip comes and, like, I guess at that point, you could say, like, Chip put, like, was on Bugsy's neck. Like a dog but, with a bone. But, and, but, and then that changed a lot. For me, yeah, I, I think when we think of UK beefs, like Dubs, like, mm. one of my favourites, like, get some P-Money, back-to-back yeah. straight away, or, like, the Lord of the Mics. Yeah, those are instant. But a lot of beef sort of, there were subliminals that weren't that instant. Chip sort of changed that. Chip mm. changed that, especially with social media, where people now are expecting Stormzy to reply to Chip in 24 hours, 48 yeah. hours. Crazy. Drake is replying to Pusha T in 24 hours. And then mm. we know that Drake is, you know, he's, he's got a UK passport and them ones. So mm. he, he, he's into the... He knows. Yeah. He knows what's going on. I think Chip has changed the beef game where, like, impatience is there and social media is on top of it. It's like, you know, you've got to reply now. Add to that, add to that, busy. Add to that, busy. It's um, it's a, it's a microwave um culture now. People want stuff quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, exactly. So well, if you're not, if that. you're not replying in two weeks, they're like, oh, it's too late. Which, well, it, which is is different from which is yeah. yeah. But when Chip is so on it as well, and he sort of makes he puts it out there like, 
Bugsy drops something. He's like, I'm writing now. 11 hours. Petrol station. I'm at the <laughs> shell. And then he's got the video out. Yeah. It's like, now we expect that as a norm, in a sense, when it comes to beef. <laughs> that, like, it can be done. So y'all get to it. Grab your pen. So, like, I think that beef. And then at the end of it, both of them are thriving. Like, yeah. Bugsy's, Bugsy's got his own career. They, they're cool now. And Chip is left that thing of chipmunk chip diddy chip and mm-hmm. people are like he's a borrower like it's don't chip, mess with chip, chip. Yeah, yeah. so i feel like that beef itself is just it, can chip can chip say he buffed bugsy malone nah no nah, i don't think he can but bugsy will always be tied to the beef mm. did did the saying that did bugs did the chip beef make bugsy bigger nah you don't think so Nah, not at all. I think it, it completely hindered his 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 rise, and he had to take a bit of a um. Look, the Bugsy's like got industry support in it. Yeah, he, yeah, he basically, does. and uh, I think he was just on a like an increase because I think he had the streets and he had the industry like side of things, and I don't mean industry as in like the, the popular music, mm. as in like like chart stuff, but you know, he had the support from people in, in slightly higher places. And then I think when the, the chip beef come out, I think he lost a little bit of the kind of more street side, not saying he's not legit like that, but I mean like in terms of the people who listen for the, you know, the, the, the responses and maybe the, uh, the disses and, and the sends and the replies, all of that. Um, I think I think Chip kind of knocked him down a peg there, and it took him a minute just to get back on with the ascension. Mm. I think that was yeah, you're right. I think that was especially like like Chip's second coming in a sense, because that first round where Chip went quiet for like six months, Bugsy released like an EP, and you sort of viewed as that, like that was Chip's like fourth coming, bro. Chip I mean, just keeps coming back, man. Like, cause I know, and you're saying like, oh, Chip from Oopsie Daisy, and then he come with that. There's a lot in between that, and there's a lot before that as well. But he wasn't. They weren't checking him like this, like in terms of Chip being the this guy. Cause after this is different. No, no, like, no, they weren't. After, you're right. That's why I'm saying like, like this force coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You're <laughs> but right, there is. was stages before that even. Right. You but, know what? You, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I don't think Chip gets the respect he deserves. I'm sorry. Chip's he's, probably in my top three. He's a UK grime legend. Oh, of course, yeah. He's yeah. a grime legend. Yeah. That's like, probably why he gets in Chip. Before he turned 30, the, the guy was a, a grime legend. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's scary. And the fact, you know what? You know the scariest thing? The guy's getting better, in my opinion. He's the most I think versatile. He's got every, I think he's got yeah. everything. He can he's, do everything. He's the most versatile, for me, like, he's one of the most versatile artists, like, out now. Didn't like, he jump not off? Even, I'm not even talking UK. I'm talking yeah. everywhere. He can track with back on drill. He gets on whatever. He's done it all. Like he has done it all. Chip, chip, and he's man. got a, he's got classic. He's got a classic beef in him. <laughs> he's done and he the still industry, more. He's done the industry stuff. You know. You know. Even back then, when you were younger and you saw Chip with um, Chris Brown, and you're thinking, what the. This, like, and then, because you never really saw that, like, British, from the streets, young uh, black artist, just like Chris Brown. What, wait, what? Mm. Like, where did this come from? Mm. Mm-hmm. He, he deserves even respect for that. I'm not going to lie. Even though Bugsy um, dissed him about it. Like, no one, no one just goes to America and does that. But Bugsy did hold his own when he did bring stuff like that up. 
it's just yeah, yeah like as Floyd says, the forthcoming or whatever, whenever Chip decided, you know what, like like f this, like I'm <laughs> I'm gonna absolutely like kill him in a week and put them on three of the biggest YouTube grime channels out. That was separately strategic as heck. And on and different then, genres as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm just going to absolutely spin you. And just everything, the intricacies was just like, at that point, it was like, I think for Bugsy, yeah, it's like, right. You probably want to cash out. Yeah. Like, better 365 cash out. But you <laughs> you it, know what makes hard. this guy more iconic before we go to your third one? Oh, we love this beef topic, man. We haven't even reached your third one. Um, <laughs> Chip, Chip, I can't see someone rapping in a petrol station with no car. And not think of Chip. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly, exactly, bro. Like he's changed the game in that sense. Like even when he came back as Stormzy, and none of us knew what was happening. Like mm-hmm. I think the the video of Stormzy pulling up um, outside of Chip's house, which is hilarious. Yeah. Like I don't, I think that just came out or something. Yeah. And then all you saw was Chip picture at the petrol station with like, no eh. car. You're like, eh? What's 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 beef? <laughs> Again, <laughs> boss, boss man at the window. Like, what's going on here? Is he gonna pay or what? <laughs> Man, I, I do wonder that. I'm like, yo, just like, is it? Is it? He just goes like to different showers, and they're like, oh, the like, chips coming. He's <laughs> like, all right. The fact the subliminal, the subliminal that is called Shell as well. That he was at the Shell petrol station. Oh, let's not chip, man. That's lyrical, why he was there, lyri- bro. Lyrical G, lyrical <laughs> G, Shellington Crescent. Dogs get, kings get beheaded. Yes, yes. Uh, my top three. Um, I mean, <laughs> okay, it's probably quite short and sweet, I guess. Um, Fifty Cent Ja Rule. Oof. Um, bro, <laughs> it speaks for itself, doesn't it? But uh, for me, it's just like everything to that beef, and not even trying to get into like. Wait, busy. Wait, busy. Wait, busy. Sorry to cut you off. Um, again, but. Just your verdict on who won the chip versus Bugsy Beef? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apologies, apologies. No, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, chip won the chip won the beef. Chip won the war. Okay. Like, um, but shout out to Bugsy and that, yeah. like, like you say, industry ties and everything that was there. Still capitalized on it. Still put out some sick things, and he still sort of rode the wave. And even when he went down, yeah, he's still been able to sort of have a. He's got a core fan base. What yep. more can you yep. want, really? So definitely. And now the friends again. So. Hey. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, go back to um, Ja Rule 50. 50 yeah, I'm not even going to ask you it, who won this one. Keep, so. keep, keep them just the, the, the violence aside. Just the yeah. fact that, like, even back in, like, when it first started, like, Ja and Murder Inc. were coming strong. Like, they weren't playing about. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, like, Ja released a full of disses that were pretty hard at, at, at 50. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then yeah, I mean, Great Richard I tried came out. <laughs> Have you ever seen? <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a there's a I think there's a video of like Ja, like an interview of Ja saying like when when he and the murdering crew first heard of like in the club, and then sort of Get Richard I Trying came out, just how they knew that there was a problem on the house. <laughs> and then yeah, like that just I mean the, the mixtapes after that, Eminem, G Unit getting involved, it just yeah. It became it became hard on Ja, but he he held his own. Like he still came back. Once so, he got Eminem involved, it was like flipping. No man. And that's like, just the rapping side. He's already of it. dead. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's just the rapping side of it. And then yeah. of course, like, I mean, Fifty Cent won the battle, won the war. Still keeps dissing him. We'll never yeah. forgive him. Still going on. I think they were on a plane together or something. Yeah, plane almost crashed. I'm joking. He didn't. 
but you know, like they were on the plane together, but they kept it civil, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, uh, I mean, you could fight on the plane, I guess, bro. Yeah. Um, so who won the beef between Fifty Cent and Ja Rule? Bro. Forty, <laughs> <laughs> what's your top three? Oh, what's Forty's opinion? What do you think of? I mean, oh, yeah, I, kept yeah, true, true. It, I kept it very short and sweet, but I mean, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> don't mean it's in, it's in it. that's it. Like, I'm like, you know, yeah, what? 50 Cent had obviously like more industry behind him in it as well. Got like <laughs> a, yeah. Eminem, D12, well. G Unit, yeah. you know, all these people, Obi Trice, <laughs> DMX that's joining in. <laughs> um, you know, it's just like they they just got ganged up on in it, which yeah. um, I did get ganged up on, like. Yeah, and then you've got Daryl doing songs where he's singing, like it was all very like commercial songs, and Fifty's coming out as like the gangster. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) Um, Yeah, for me, so I was gonna say Fifty Cent versus like the whole of New York, (laughs) just because I liked some of the diss tracks that came out of it. I liked um, Jada Kiss. Was it Checkmate? Um, Oh, he used he he flipped the animal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that's one of the hardest diss tracks ever. Jizzer yeah. um, had a diss track that came out um, that was sick as well. You know yeah. that name? No, no disrespect to the guard, but I've always mm-hmm. found that name um, uncomfortable. Jizzer. Jizzer. Okay. <laughs> I'm oh, not sure. Cool. I'm not sure if people used to back then used to refer to ejaculation as jizz. You and know, did, but did, didn't he have an album called Liquid Swords as well? <laughs> nah, you're not doing this. Not, nah, nah, no nah, disrespect see, to the guy. Nah, 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 you're not doing this. That's a classic, man. You're not doing that to. to yeah. that. liquid swords. Nah, you're not doing <laughs> that. Telling us something. No, nah, bro. Nah, 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 nah. You're not doing that. Nah, That's bro. funny, you know. I never thought of that. No, but don't think about it, forty. Just see <laughs> the import of it. Of course, you haven't. can't listen to the album now. Without don't thinking. think about Jesus it. Jesus stabbed Fifty Cent with his liquid sword. Oh, oh flipping. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, man. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah. So that was that was that was one of them that threw me off a little. Yeah. Um, one fifty cent piggy bank, clickety clank, clickety clank. I always found that uh, that hook funny. It sounded funny to me. Clickety clank, clickety clank. I don't know if he was trying to sound. I'm not sure if that was the accent he was doing it in, but (laughs) you just remixed it. Afrobeat remix. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but um, number two, like I said, no order really. And I'll keep mine a bit broader because I just couldn't, I couldn't um, narrow them down. But when it was kind of BBK versus movement. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a whole host of tracks there, you know, yeah. Wiley and Devlin, uh, Wiley and Getz, Skepta and Getz were kind of taking some shots at each other. That 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 was fun as well. Devil and Man I think, and Skepta, Devil Man and Skepta. Well, Devil that Man was, and Skepta was a different one. That was that was Lord of the Mics, but yeah. the, I was I was saying Devlin. Oh, Devlin, um, Devlin, definitely. Yeah, because Devlin was part of the movement in it. He just got and, thrown um, into that, <laughs> like. Spit your bars. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? To be fair, De- Devlin was probably one of the few people at the time that was kind of getting the better of Wiley. Like that was people's opinions. But um, yeah, that was that was a, a a fun fun one as well. And I think when you hear them talk now, they say yeah, it was music. 
Yeah. Like, Which and it's good. Cool. It's good for that, and I, I like that about Grimes. You know, it's I know sometimes it goes left, but um, you know, being able to clash and and whatnot, it's 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 good. It's sport, man. Mm-hmm. And then uh, number three, probably say cannabis and uh, LL Cool J. Oh, you went proper back. You went back. Yeah, man. That was. I could have gone further back, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm I'm conscious of who's listening. I was listening thinking of like boogie down productions. Yeah, <laughs> but to be down. honest, that wasn't that wasn't I wasn't I wasn't listening to the music when when that was released. No, no, I, no, I've no, got to be honest; it's stuff I've heard afterwards. Yeah. And thought, oh, you know, this this was a an interesting beef. There's some good tracks come out of this, yeah. but I got to talk about stuff I was actually like Therefore, for the moment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that was that was cool. You know, kind of best coming with the uh, second round knockout. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson, interesting. <laughs> how, yeah, but how did that start? Was it was because it was a they thing. were on the same um, track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Cannabis said about I'll take the mic off your arm, and and LL Cool J had the the mic tattooed on his arm, and he took it took it the wrong way. Which to be fair, it sounds like it would be took the wrong way. Yeah. Cannabis was sick, man, but he just got a bit too wordy. I think, you yeah. know, he was like master thesis, and and you know. Listening the, to too much Keith Murray. Nah, he was way past that. Keith Murray was like cool with it. Yeah, Keith yeah. Murray had the the long words and that looking you like could he tell was. So he just read the dictionary, the dictionary but, before. Yeah, but in the studio. But cannabis was words. taking it next level, and then obviously he kind of beefed Eminem in it a little <laughs> bit, and Eminem kind of <sighs> clowned him for it, and then. That's what, you know, when Eminem did that freestyle and he was like, uh, lyrical, miracle, spiritual, mm. in your swimming oh. pool or whatever yeah. he said. I think that was uh, taking shots at uh, <laughs> cannabis, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. You, you know, it's it's tough to go at Eminem, even now, because of just the industry backing and the fan base. It's just tough to go at Eminem. Like, yeah. you'd be stupid. It's a suicide mission. Just as a side point, I don't really listen to Eminem these days. Yeah, like the first couple does. of albums, but that kill shot. I know I've said my three, <laughs> but that kill shot was was a top tier diss track. That was top tier. That was like like old school. That was Eminem. that old was top tier. Yeah. Just a quick one. Um, on grind beefs going personal, and none of yeah. us has mentioned it. Dizzy versus Wiley. Yeah, that's a big one. That that got ugly. But yeah. I think it still is ugly. I don't think they'll ever. I think they just fell out in it over yeah. over whatever happened yeah. um, ages ago, and then Dizzy like was was in it for a bit with the with the disses, you know. Don't make me get old school and all that. Um, don't make me get old school. Yeah, man. <laughs> but but then I think he got tired of it and he just wanted to move on and have people stop yeah. asking him about it. Yeah. And then Wiley just obviously is Wiley. Wiley just never doesn't, gets tired. Doesn't, he doesn't get tired, does he? Never. Nah, he I don't even think he sleeps. keeps bringing it up. Yeah. Um, who, who, who won on the beef between um, the movement and BBK? I don't know, you know. It was just Did one he... of them where it was just, there was good tracks here and there. I don't know, like... I, like I was saying earlier, Wiley and Getz are probably my 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 one and two Grime MCs. Mm-hmm. If I was rating Grime MCs, so you know when when you hear them two with tracks and and you, you see the footage of them clashing and whatnot, it, it's difficult to to split it apart. To be honest, and and I think people were uh, were split. You know, generally generally if you if you went on the internet or whatever, pe- people were were split for who won that one. And mm. um, what who won between cannabis and LL Cool G? People say LL Cool J did, you know. Hmm. I w- I don't think I was really. Um... But I don't I don't really know 
like cannabis is kind of known for those couple of tracks that's the thing but LL Cool J's just got such a legacy yeah man um, <laughs> people just said LL Cool J won that one I think is the guy right yeah, man. has there been a beef that 50 Cent has lost <laughs> general question just 50 for, Cent for you for, I, yeah. for me Jadakiss and Jizza both had, had tracks I mean he didn't he didn't respond to Jizza really um but if you're just looking at the music, they, they were hard. But I don't think 50 was really beefing with, with like all the people he was mentioning and going out from New York and all that. I don't think he was really like, it wasn't really beef, was it? Like he was just doing the marketing mm. thing. He was just he having was just, fun, man. He yeah, he was fun. just trying to get the exposure up. The more people were talking about him, the more people were paying attention to him. Mm. It was just clever. Obviously, I think the stuff with Ja Rule had history and whatnot, so it was yeah. a little bit different. And sort of like the game. The game one, I wonder if that was just a bit of a setup, you know. Really? On who? Well, just from just from record labels. Oh, so wait, just... did they did they were they, do you think they were all in it together? Yeah, maybe. Cause for fifty cent to forgive someone he's had beef with, because him and the game are cool now, isn't it? Allegedly. To an extent. But like, I don't think that's no, I think that's all I think that's all kind of well, who knows? maybe I don't know what actually happened with that. Like I heard there was some actual altercations and stuff. Yeah. I seen the game saying somebody should have died. One of the, we both should have died during that beefy stuff. But <laughs> somebody, I think he's sorry, just extra. Sorry, I'm not laughing at death. It's just the there's, game. There's there's certainly like violence to it because I think this like pulled up at like a New York radio station that like the game was at allegedly. Mm. But I think yeah, you might. I think it was probably the case of like it was probably set up in a sense, and then it just became serious. The oh, the record that. labels set it up and let yeah, them just yeah, crack yeah. on with it. But then it just became to a point where it got serious and then the, the, this is just whatever. But I guess that's more of a, a diss or beef than like, like say, when 50 was just poking and people come back in the battles, yeah. on in the mm. New York battles and stuff like that. Which is but probably some, what BBK but, was, like battles. Because, yeah. I mean, bloody Skeptrons. Skeptrons widely went at each other just sort of within that time frame as well. Mm. Well, they've done that a couple of times, which always makes me think that's set up as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's like, a battle. Listen. I think it's like, let's just, let's just wrap. The, f- the first one where, where Wiley put out Ra- Race Against Time and Skepta put out Microphone Champion, I think it was, um, that was for sure set up because there was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were just releasing the albums at the same time and then after like two months, they were cool and it was all BBK again. Mm. This set the second time around, I'm not sure. Maybe that was just Wiley being Wiley. <laughs> Coming out of left field. Um, yeah, I never took the game seriously, by the way. And I don't think 50 Cent did either. The first album was, was sick from the game. But after that, I don't know. No, in terms of beef, like I've never ah, taken... Okay. The guy just jumps on anything like, oh, you diss someone from LA. Oh, I'm the game. He does not someone yeah. from LA. Mm. Like you, you stole Kendrick's chain. Apparently, he got Kendrick Lamar's chain back from someone. Like the game is like the ambassador of um LA of Compton. The game's slightly corny, right? Yeah, because <laughs> like you'll shout people's name, like you'll shout anybody's name out on a on a track and whatever. Like yeah. it's clearly sort of like looking for something. Yeah, might have like tried to sort of take it from sort of a bit of an Eminem style of thing, but just yeah, he he, he tries to put a bit of street cred to it. Mm. Um. But yeah, like his first albums, like, I think he's like for me, anyways. I think like his first, his first three were really good. After that, it was kind yeah, of like whatever. Yeah. But that was at the time that the beef was still sort of the whatever beef was going on with like G Unit and stuff like that. So he's still getting looks in. He's still 
doing mixtapes and people are still looking at this G-Unit game beef. So probably it's helped him in that sense as well. Saying that quickly, we'll move on. Saying that the game consistently brings out good out, good projects, mixtapes, albums, consistently good. Maybe not like top tier, yeah, yeah. but they're always on a good level. Solid. That Solid. Jesus Peace album sh- should have been a classic. That's, actually, in my that's opinion. actually a really good album, yeah. I, I think it is anyway. I think Jesus Peace is a great album. But moving on from that intriguing conversation about hip-hop, grime, rap, beef, I'm going to go into something a bit more controversial. You know Tupac and Biggie had a beef? Come with me on this journey. Notorious B.I.G., was part of the Bad Boy record label run by who? Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy, Sean Combs, whatever AK, other AKAs has he got. Dude, dude Love. What was that? Dude Love. love. <laughs> was, wasn't it Brother Love? love <laughs> I fell right into that one. Same one, man. No, but no, I was actually being genuine. I didn't know. I it was something Love, love wasn't it? I think, dude, I think Dude Love's a wrestler. <laughs> he, he is. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't even know what his name is now. Sean from the block. <laughs> anyway, so <She's> single. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about something called the bad boy curse. Is there a bad boy curse? Shout to Black Rob, just passed away. Yeah. R.I.P. Black Rob. Whoa. R. R. What, what, what's actually happened with bad boy? So you got like. Biggie, yeah, obviously. Shine got locked up for a long time. That one's still controversial. Uh, should mm. P did he be in jail? Gone. Was uh, did G Dep get locked up for a long time as well? I think so. Wait. Yeah, um, you've had Craig Mack flavoring your ear. Passed away early mm. after after joining a cult. So I heard. Um, Black Rob. What else is there? Mace is like trying to get his masters back from Diddy and does all that situation. Yeah. And Mace turned into a, a pastor. They yeah, came pa- back. Pa- pastor went Mace, back. He wants to get his masters. Diddy won't sell it to him. He's been like crapping on. Did, uh, so what's Diddy with what's with the the bad luck of fortune with with all these people? The there's only one. Fortune. There's one only denominator. one common denominator. Common denominator. Common, <laughs> common denominator. <laughs> common denominator. <laughs> the D. The I. The D. The D. The Y. The D. The I. The D. It's D. Good, D. Good, good save. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't do you know. Think do, it's you, do you think the guy is just bad luck? Do you think he's just a shrewd businessman and he's just like, right, once we're done, we're done. You're on your own. I mean, he said he, he had people saying bad boy for life and it doesn't seem like he was like, <laughs> it wasn't really bad boy for life, was it? It was no. bad boy until you don't make me some money and that's then it. That's you're it. on your own. Yeah. I think I think that's it. I think Diddy is like, especially back in the day and it still probably follows him. Like he's just, he's just, he's just about the money. He's yeah. all about the Benjamins. Yeah. I think oh, it should be yeah. the D, the E, the V, the I, the L, the D, the E, the V, the devil. Because <laughs> <laughs> that guy's like... I think he's spelling out here. <laughs> I thought he's spelling out division. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's got people signing in blood or something, man, because all these people, they're, they're just dropping off, innit? Yeah. So, like, with... with sorry, team. With... Um, 
two two instances, like the two sort of recent ones. Firstly, the Mace thing is like that. I think shows just that he cares more about his business than he cares about the person. Because I don't know if Mace is like financially struggling, but one thing is that he said that he just wants his like he wants to buy back his masters, mm. and Diddy won't let him. Second one is Black Rob, R.I.P. In that somebody has like started a GoFundMe, um, and they obviously heard that Black Rob isn't doing too well. And this is very, very recent. And they'll try to reach out to Diddy. And now the sort of conversation say that, like, yeah, Diddy was, like, Diddy did reach out or anything. But, like, the conversations you hear about, like, I don't know, not to always, like, bring him up, but, like, Jay-Z sort of helping out this Nipsey Hustle's estate or doing whatever mm-hmm. he does. Diddy seems to, like, he'll care for himself. So if there's sort of a, de- a separation between him and Black Rob and whatever situation sort of happened after that, you'd think where he is, he could come out and just help Black Rob out. Like, who else needs to really do anything? But did he? it's not going to cost him yeah. anything. Really. Yeah, I mean, there's a conversation there where is Jay-Z just helping people out that are good, that, that are kind of good for his image? Like, people that um, are uh, celebrated by the culture mm. already? That is, that is and is th- Jay-Z just, you know, boosting his image further by contributing to helping these? And of course, he wouldn't have to, but, you know, there's, there's maybe a an extra reason for him to be helpful in that point. Whereas, you know, P Diddy's just thinking, ah, this guy's like caught him smoking crack in the booth. Like he's a waste. Let me just leave them be, you know, like these kind of things. But they're also part of, they're, they're part of your legacy at the end know, of the day. Right? And that's, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, he could be that honest person. Like he could be the person who says like, you know, I'm not trying to just jump on whatever it is, but I mean, Black Rob situation could have gone completely under the radar of Diddy decided to just jump in and help at the time because he surely he surely would have heard of it. Yeah. And it's not, it's you know, like God bless both of those souls. It's not like a Nipsey Hustle situation where if you see like a narco saying Jay-Z's jumped in, you probably think, has he just done that because it's like all over the news or something? Mm. It's like, but there's clearly there was clearly something there between Diddy and Black Rob that may have probably stopped Diddy from saying, Oh, I want to actually help him. But I think that's also the point of he's just just I don't think I don't think he's a I mean, I don't know him personally, obviously, um, but in terms of like character, he doesn't seem like the kind of person who would actually like want to reach out or help anybody if not, he doesn't yeah. have something that helps him. Yeah, but you know, with um, I think there's a lesson learned here, whereby don't trust the label executive that is all up in your videos, all in your videos, and wants to get in the booth and suddenly rap and say lyrics like. The sun don't shine forever, but as long as you're here, then we might as well shine together. Never mind the weather. They start diddy bopping in your video. And he says that in like separate, different tracks as well, like it's a bar. Like we're like, ooh, <laughs> diddy. <laughs> Puff Daddy, you're killing us with that one. Oh, sun don't shine forever. Oh. Dude, like, love, you're sick. Oh, bro. Like, get a spit more. Locks, spit more. The locks got out of that situation early, in it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the locks got out nicely. Um. Have they, apart from Biggie and, and Mace first album, because Mace, that one still hurts me, man. Mace is, Mace is one of the reasons why I'm rapping. Mm. So, especially that first album. Um, second album was a huge flop. That was terrible. But, 50 Cent said, didn't he, when he tried to rescue stuff like Mace isn't worth a million dollars with a million dollars in his pocket or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's 50 Cent, man. 50 is rude, <laughs> 50's rude man. Uh, Curtis, Curtis. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
Yeah, so I think P. Diddy, his ego got so big that he thought he could go in there and start rapping. And you can't... So whose best interest has he got at heart when he's got all these rappers on his label? And then he thinks, you know what? I'm going to continue the legacy of Biggie and I'm going to rap myself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. But just on a layman's level, that's what I think. I think Biggie's God. just like... I mean, God, God forgive me. I just think... I think Diddy is just in it for himself, man. When things go wrong, he will like sort of distance and go back to just Diddy. Like yeah. French Montana is, I mean, he, there was a time where French Montana was big in the mixtape um, yeah. era with like Coke Boys, whatever. Mm-hmm. Diddy's on it. Yeah. He's, he's, he's side by side with French That's Montana. That's because he's in, from New York. Yeah. He's side by side with French Montana. Soon as things slow down, like I couldn't tell you French Montana's even on Bad Boy still. Is, was, is MGK a... with Bad Boy? He was until I think he's oh, also yeah. sort of left as well. Again, it was one of those where like he was also sort of like brewing up in the scene. He had like a cult following. Mm. Um, true, they had like a proper mad Twitter following because one of my like good friends like used to put like laced up gang on their name and stuff. And, like yeah, yeah like the white just, people bro. really were riding for MGK, weren't they? She was mixed race, so he caught a bit of <laughs> the black community as well, mate. Right? <laughs> Maybe that was Diddy. <laughs> I've seen people like who listen to to like. McKenna Northeast Rave, like like you know, they were listening to MGK and stuff. Yes. You know so. what? I'm gonna say something incredibly controversial and it may come across a bit prejudiced. However, for you know this is not at people like you anyway. Um <laughs> I feel like there's a certain demographic of Caucasian people that listen to rap music mm-hmm. that need a white savior in rap music, and they'll jump on any person that's rap that can put two words together, that sold a bit, and they'll jump on that one and say, oh, look, Young Lean. Or what's the other one that's on drugs? <laughs> what? <laughs> Lil uh, Zan. Lil, Lil Pump. Oh, yeah. yeah, Lil Pump. <laughs> Lil, Lil Pump's not, not Lil white, Pump. bro. It's a little well, something. He's, he's, he's passed away now. God forgive me. He's, he's I think he's, uh, he's Latin. Latin X, isn't he? No, no, I'm pr- referring Lil... to some other guy with the tattoos on his face. Lil Pimp, as Trump would say. Oh, I forgot his name. <laughs> He's not. He's not with us anymore. God bless the dead. Oh. Um, oh yeah, I know who you mean. The yeah, emo-y kind of rap. Yeah, guy. yes. They'll yeah. jump on. Any, oh, that's rap music. That's hip hop. Because he's taking drugs. He's Caucasian. We support it. I listen to these rappers, man, and I'm thinking, what? What's that guy's name? The guy who passed away? Because people love him. People love uh, him, and I've listened. I'm like, what? What is this? Should I be high listening to this or? Like, to enjoy it. <laughs> Lil, is it Lil Peep? Lil Peep. Lil, Lil Peep. Lil Peep. Yeah. Do you, I know what I said was a bit left field, but do you know no, what no, I'm, where yeah, I'm coming yeah, from? Definitely. I think like you could look at it from from the the side of just maybe people want something that they can relate relate to, to relate to exactly. So they see somebody who looks like them, and they're like, yep. "Oh, this is for me now." Yeah. And yeah. and the the record labels know that. Like yeah, someone of like they do. um. Remember Logic? Um, <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, he was like, he basically copied Kendrick Lamar's first album, like mm. literally copied the entire thing, the entire theme, whatever. Even had like the same sample on one of his songs of like "Sing for Me, I'm Dying at First was like literally there, and people mm. were like, "This is a classic album." And but you know, Logic, like, Logic's not white though, right? Oh, he tells us, yeah. Okay, but he's, <laughs> he's marketing, but, <laughs> but he's marketed. As like, 
that mainstream. I would say like, yeah, in a sense. Do you think that the record labels take advantage of his lighter complexion to market him to a white audience? And then he's like, no, no, I'm not white. I'm not white. But people just aren't listening. No, you're white. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. He's like, like, literally, like, I think he probably goes like, I'm black, I'm black. Like, half. And he has to go back into the booth and he's like, I'm half black, I'm half white, I'm half black, I'm half white, I'm half black, I'm half white. Oh, that was so cheesy, man. Oh, my God. I I haven't heard it. Did he do a track like that? Basically, like his entire like first couple of mixtapes and albums, like he t- he kept telling us that he's half black and half white, which is like you know that's yeah. fine. Like, it's great. No, no, I've just it's seen good, an interview. Good. I've not really listened nice. to a lot like of his music, unity. to be honest. It's great, but it just became a bit. It did become a bit played out, but like also yeah. But then also there was just like certain things that you could just tell that like the labels are. And you sold a lot, mate. Like he sold like three three hundred k back when like first week sales were like crazy. He would sell a lot for Def Jam, mm. so he's marketed as like the next Eminem kind of thing. Mm. It's always the next Eminem. And he's like, I'm not white. <laughs> I'm half, I'm half, I'm half, I'm half. He's like, I'm black. They're like, half, go back in the booth and put half. I've, list- I've listened to his albums. He says a few of them and he says a whole lot of stuff without saying nothing. <laughs> oh, he's one of them, huh? Cheese steaks and milk. Cheese steaks. I'm telling you, 40. He says a whole lot of stuff without saying anything. Top three rap beef in your neighborhood pod versus Logic. <laughs> He's retired now anyway, so I guess we won. I see them, they run. <laughs> Track of the week. Thank you for listening to this special 10th episode of In Your Neighborhood podcast. Thank you for the people that have been riding since day one. Since episode minus two, because we had a few preludes <laughs> before the first one. We had to sort our head, heads out. I'll go with my track of the week first. It's called... Let me just pull it up. It's by this rapper called DC. You know, I'm, I've been trying to be down with the bands, down with the youths, down with the kids. Down with oh. the trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 was a corny track, by the way. Who made that track? Rizzle anyway, kicks. <laughs> oh, rizzle kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you beefing everybody still, man? Relax, G. <laughs> <laughs> it's track of the week time, bro. T's ending this podcast and getting his pen out, and he's going at people in it. He's gonna be writing tracks for How's everyone. Part three. <laughs> no, no, that's not coming out. It might, it might not. Do it. So, Do it. <laughs> so, uh, I. Saw this on my, my sister's um, Insta story. And I haven't told her I liked it because, you know, too much pride. But it's, it's by this rapper called DC. Now, it's a very cool track. It's called Paro Noya. Check this out. I'm trying to step out with the bros. Monkeys asking me questions. But she won't leave me alone. I'm responding with passive aggression. She moves like I'm brandishing weapons, but all now no weapon inside. She moves like I'm peddling wide, but just trying to step with the Where's this guy from? But the city's on flames, so I can't. Sounds Londonish. I just know yeah, him as, as DC. Like yeah, it's a very cool track. And I think his flow is very cool as well. It's been around for for a bit now, I think two years. That's a long time in rap. <laughs> DC Paranoia. He's got his albums apparently very, very good. And he, 
goodness me, it's got a lot of tracks here. <laughs> I was trying to find this bio, but it's like, it's just so many tracks. Goodness <laughs> me. Working hard. Right. So, what's your track of the week, BZ? My track of the week, um, going with... You know what? G- we'll save yours for last. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, 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 go on, go on, go on. Actually. No, 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 you do... <laughs> no, no, got, no, go on. I just got like the... What's your track? <laughs> it don't matter what you think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go on, go on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go on. What's your track right, of the week? Let's, let's start again. Um, <laughs> yeah, going with the uh, the special format of, uh, of Beefs. Um, put all of mine in. Um, I've got Chip Light Work. Yes. That's where he started just flaming. The, the I mean, intro that's, that's is, the intro is long, you know. The intro is long. <laughs> okay, so remember to hold this track for me. Now I've got to hold this track for you. Pepper- <laughs> wait, it all off, wait for it to kick in and then just write what we're talking about now. <laughs> I need to work on my, work on my DJ skills like some people work there. <laughs> inside, inside jokes on the podcast. But... Uh, <laughs> What's your chicken of week, Tori? Tori, what's your chicken? Before I start another beef. 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 This guy's on smoke, mate. On smoke. Listen, I don't want any trouble. I'm praying for you tonight. My track of the week, shout out Black Rob, is Espacio. One of my favourite Black Rob tracks. Yes. Dame Espacio. Sick hook. Featuring Little Kim, the smallest of Kims. And of course, you can hear P. Diddy on the track. <laughs> P. Diddy saying, take that, take that. R.P. Black <laughs> He hasn't done a, a reading rainbow track like DMX. So I can't do a tribute to him. However, shout out <laughs> Black Rob. Um, yes, episode 10 in your neighborhood podcast was beef. Beef is when you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the rest of it. I can't remember. Episode 10. Yeah. Yo, reality, your boy from Hackney, AKA black guy in your neighborhood, AKA my mother's favorite rapper. And this is the In Your Neighborhood podcast, baby. baby.